0: Start now! It's praying time!
1: During a recent prayer conference call, the Lord took me into an open vision. I was above the continental U.S. looking down upon the continent. It was dark, nighttime. I saw many different prayer groups that were praying for Israel and for the U.S. Some groups met in person. Some met over the phone. The dark places over the continent would suddenly light up as soon as they began to pray. I saw ladders under construction reaching heavenward. Rung by rung, the ladders were being built. Angels were being dispatched to build these ladders to heaven. Every prayer group had an open heaven over it and a ladder under construction. Some ladders were further along than others. I heard the Spirit of the Lord impress upon me the following instruction concerning the construction of these prayer ladders Go lower. Go lower still. The more you repent, the more you humble yourselves, the more the ladder rungs go higher into the heavenlies. The kingdom of God is upside down. Go low, repent, humble yourself, and then I will lift you up. There is great authority granted upon those who will genuinely and thoroughly humble themselves and repent of personal and corporate sins. As I watched these ladders arising all over the nation, I saw that they were connected to each other in the Spirit, and that those prayer portals that were praying for Israel were all connected to the greatest portal of all, the one over Jerusalem at the western wall, Temple Mount Plaza, the very apple of God's eye. I inquired of the Lord, How to go low, Abba? How to go lower still? I heard a whisper from the Holy Spirit. Greater and deeper repentance is required. Return to me and to keeping the fullness of my word, my Torah. Then I saw angels being sent on assignment, visiting many, many, many prayer groups all over the nations, They visited the leaders and the members of these prayer groups. I looked at one of the intercessors. The chest cavity became clear. I could see right through it. There was a hard shell around the heart. The hard shell was comprised of three things, pride, performance, and manipulation control. The intercessor yielded to the move of the Holy Spirit and laid on their back. The angel came and plunged the fiery flaming sword right into the person's chest, piercing through the hard outer shell of pride, performance, and manipulation control. Then the angel wielded the sword and cut off the foreskin of the heart. At that point, tears of repentance were released and began to flow through the intercessor. Over and over again I saw many angels visiting the intercessors and their leaders and the process was repeated. Rivers and rivers of tears began flowing. The deeper the repentance, the higher the ladder went up heavenward. Then I saw angels going up and down the prayer ladders, the prayer portals that had been established. There were many of them. These angels were delivering messages to the intercessors and leaders. They were receiving the counsel of God, the wisdom of God, the strategy of God, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of revelation, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. Many messages were being delivered to those who were in repentance. An open heaven is being established through the prayers of repentance. May we all continue down that path. May we continue to go low, and go lower still, and as we humble ourselves and repent, may the prayer letters continue to go upward into the heavenlies. May we hear and touch the very heart of Yahweh and Yeshua. I'm just gonna read a few scriptures on the topic of pride and then pray into that. Proverbs eleven twenty two says When pride comes then comes shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. Jeremiah 13 verses 16 through 18 Give glory to Yahweh your Elohim before he causes darkness and before your feet stumble unto the dark mountains. And while you look for light, he turn it into the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride and my eyes shall weep sore and run down with tears because Yahweh's flock is carried away captive say to the king and to the queen humble yourselves sit down for your principalities shall come down even the crown of your glory Obadiah 1, verses 3 and 4, it is written, The pride of your heart has deceived you, you that dwell in the cliffs of the rock, whose habitation is high, that says in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though you exalt yourself as the eagle, and though you set your nest among the stars, thence will I bring you down, says the Lord. 1 John 2, verse 16, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world Daniel 10 verse 12 then he said to me do not fear Daniel for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God your words were heard and I have come because of your words James four verses nine and ten, lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. Romans twelve three, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. As God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4 Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And finally, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 2. Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. If anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. Heavenly Father, we stand before you and we repent of the spirit of pride pride that makes us feel like we are superior better than for thinking too highly of ourselves pride that thinks that we are inferior thinking too low of ourselves pride in our self our ministry our status in life our position and culture father we just want to stand in the gap now and repent and renounce and reject the spirit of pride. Father, we humble ourselves before you. We ask you to forgive us for having that garment of pride and wearing it. We ask you to cancel that permission slip and take that legal ground back in Yeshua's name. We ask for that spirit of pride to go to be evicted, to be ejected to be rejected out of the house of our soul we no longer want to be in alignment or agreement with it we close that door and seal it in the blood of Yeshua Holy Spirit please come and heal our hearts and reveal your truth to us concerning this matter may we become people who are humble that we would consider others better than self and be looking out for the interests of others may we no longer have selfish ambition or conceit and try to push ourselves forward but may we think soberly of ourselves may we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and wait upon you to lift us up. Oh, Father, it is such a nasty, nasty spirit. We want nothing to do with it. So, Father, we repent, renounce, and reject the spirit of pride in Yeshua's name.
0: of the Lord, and He shall lift you up, higher and higher, and He shall lift you up, up into heaven.
1: from Luke chapter 10 verses 38 to 42 Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Yeshua's feet and heard his word but Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said Lord Do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Yeshua answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Oh, Abba, it's so easy to get into the Martha mode and to be so busy with tasks and serving and doing and they can be good tasks they can be good errands and good things that we're doing but if we fail to sit at the feet of Yeshua and receive and hear and listen and take time to build that relationship we can get into just performance and it's carnal and it's fleshly Abba forgive us for the days that we have skipped where we didn't sit at your feet where we didn't take time to stop and listen and hear and receive from you forgive us Father when we went into autopilot and we're just doing our own thing and following our own agenda and moving through our list of action items on our to-do list Father forgive us for being so easily distracted like Martha, with much serving. And may we put that off. May we have an internal gear shift to shift gears, to be able to shift into the gear of Mary and take that time to pause, to say law, to be still, Listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. May we have that discipline, Father, to take time every day to be as Mary and to sit at your feet. How that must grave your heart, Father, that we don't take that time to listen and to spend time with you. Forgive us, Father, we repent of performance, we repent of busyness, we repent of getting caught up in the distractions of the world, and even the distractions of serving much in church settings and congregation settings, but not taking time to be at your feet, listening and hearing what you want to say. One thing is needed. May we choose that one thing, even as Mary chose it. May we be like Jacob, a man of the tents, a man who studied Torah. May we take time in prayer to listen and hear. May we take time to read and study your word, your Torah, so that our mind and our heart is renewed, so that we hear your thoughts your words and get them deep into our heart Father we do repent of performance we ask you to help us to walk in the spirit and to be able to shift into the merry gear regularly daily frequently in Yeshua's name and now Father we're going to deal with Repenting for manipulation control. I'm going to read from 1 Samuel chapter 13, verses 5 through 14. Now the Philistines gathered together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. And they came up and encamped in Michmash to the east of Beth When the men of Israel saw that they were in danger, for the people were distressed, Then the people hid in caves, in thickets, in rocks, in holes, and in pits. And some of the Hebrews crossed over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was still in Gilgal, and all the people followed him, trembling. Then he waited seven days, according to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. So Saul said, Bring a burnt offering and peace offerings here to me. And he... Offered the burnt offering. Now it happened as soon as he had finished presenting the burnt offering that Samuel came and Saul went out to meet him that he might greet him. And Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, When I saw that the people were scattered from me and that you did not come within the days appointed and that the Philistines gathered together at Michmash. Then I said, The Philistines will now come down on me at Gilgal, and I have not made supplication to the Lord. Therefore I felt compelled and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of Yahweh your Elohim, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now... Your kingdom shall not continue for Yahweh has sought for himself a man after his own heart and Yahweh has commanded him to be commander over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you Father we see from this little story that this this action of Samuel taking matters into of Saul taking matters into his own hands it cost him everything He failed to wait upon the Lord. He failed to exercise patience and he got ahead of God. He failed to trust the Lord and to wait on Him to do it. Saul was operating in the flesh and he took control. He took matters in his own hands. He took the reins of control away from you, Father, and put it in his own hands. And he was impatient. Father we want to repent for the times in our lives when we've been impatient for the times when we have taken matters in our own hands for the times when we did not wait patiently and trustingly for you to orchestrate for you to administrate we repent for wanting it now We repent for wanting it our way and on our terms. Father, we repent for not trusting you. Father, we repent of this. It can cost us everything, and we don't want to lose the good things that you have in mind for us the blessings, the rewards the good things that you have so Father we repent of the manipulation control of trying to make things happen a certain way in our own flesh in our own way we repent of that Father we repent, renounce and reject of that Father change us may we learn to wait upon you to trust you. And as we wait, to wait patiently, trustingly, with faith in our hearts. Watching and waiting to see you orchestrate. To see you open the door. To see you bring to pass and fulfill and complete the good promises and things that you have lined up. You are sovereign. You are El Elyon, the Most High. Abba, forgive us for when we take matters in our own hands. We repent of that and we ask you, Father, to train us and teach us to wait patiently and trustingly and allow you to be that El Elyon in our life, the Most High, the Sovereign One. So, Father, we repent of these three things of pride of performance and of manipulation control and father may we be humble may we sit at your feet as Mary regularly and hear what you would say to us and may we wait patiently and trustingly as you orchestrate things thank you father for your word thank you that you love us Thank you that you take time to train us and correct us and show us your ways. We love you this day, Father. We bless you and we praise you in Yeshua's name.